Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aw yeah? Connecting your passions and hobbies with your English learning is a surefire way to not only enjoy the process but also improve your English considerably. In today's episode, a very special guest from the Real Life team will share his story on how he became fluent in English and how you can do the same. Yeah, boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Thiago from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and magical way to learn English. So download this podcast and listen to it while you're cooking your favorite meal, working out at the gym, or even petting your cat endlessly. Awesome. So I'm joined in the global studio today by Humbert. Hey, Humbert. Hello. How are you, Thiago? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well, man. It's great to have you here on the podcast. I believe this is the first time you are on the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the first time. It's, it's, it's an honor, really, to be here. Um, I really love our podcast and the way we explore the world through our amazing real lifers. So it's an honor to be part of it now. Amazing. Cool. Uh, I'm super excited about today's episode because as you guys heard in the beginning, Humbert is going to be sharing his story a little bit with English, how he learned it. And uh, hopefully you're going to get some inspiration and some tips on how you know, you can do the same with your English development. Okay. Uh, but Humbert, starting off, um, Introduce yourself, yeah? Introduce yourself to the listeners here. Share a little bit about what you do here at Real Life English. Yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm Umberto. I'm a video editor at the Real Life English uh, team. Um, I'm not a, a, a native speaker. I'm from Venezuela. Originally, I live now in, in Argentina, where we speak Spanish as well. Um, but I'm a filmmaker. I... I uh, used to work in, in films. I've done like a couple of films that have been in, in a couple of film festivals around the world. Uh, the last one was in, in the Sheffield Doc Fest, which is a film festival for documentaries in the UK. But yeah, it, that, that's a little bit about w what I currently do and I've been doing for a long while. And that's, that's a little bit. That's really cool, man. By the way, um, could you share the difference between film and movie? Is there a difference, by the way, when we say film, movie, or is that the same thing? I think they're the same thing. I think that there's a distinction in the in these certain circles of, I don't know, where they they think they're taking movies more seriously by telling by by saying that they are films. I don't know. That's something really. Uh, strange about how people speak about films or movies. You can say it any any any. Anyway, you you prefer? Um, I say I say it interchangeably. Like I would say a film, and I would say movie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the movies to watch. I don't know. I saw The Exorcist for the first time mm -hmm. in a theater this last weekend, and it was amazing. And 
most people would say, no, this is a film. It's a serious film. It's about an exorcism. I, I would say, I don't know, this is a movie. I'm going to the movies. <laughs> I, will, I will eat popcorn and watch The Exorcist. Man, that, that must have been scary. Were you scared? Uh, I was a little bit nervous in, the, in certain parts that would ha- had, like, I don't know, scarred me for life when I saw it for the first time <laughs> years ago. And they were equally terrifying in in a theater. But it was amazing because it was a full theater. It And it doesn't happen. I mean, I would have never thought that a movie from the 70s would have so many people in a theater in the 2020s. Amazing. So it was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Humbert, you use a very nice expression, an English expression, uh, when you were talking about The Exorcist, right? Uh, something that scars you for life. Right? That's a very nice idiom, right? What does it mean? Could you, could you explain to the listeners what does it mean, like, you know, when something scars you for life? Yeah, I think that's, like, perceived as negative. But I think that something can scar you for life if you, if you, like, I don't know, you never forget about it. Like, you saw it for the first time and now it stays with you for the rest of your life. Uh, I don't know. I ate a hamburger in the 1998s and it scarred me for life. It was so good. But for example, it can, it, can, it can be used like positively. But I think that the, it has like a negative connotation, right? Like scar is something that marks you for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you know, if you get hurt, if you cut yourself, uh, you heal over time and then you have a scar on your body, right? So it's permanent. Yeah. Yeah, I think about it as, you know, traumatizing. Maybe something that traumatized you. Like, maybe you, you were too scared when you were reading, I don't know, The Shining when you were a kid, right? And that scarred you for life. I don't know. Yeah, but that's cool, man. If you're like most learners, then you probably get frustrated when you learn a new word. And then when it's time to speak, you've completely forgotten it. Now, I found that after I learn a new word, one of the best solutions to this is to use it as soon as possible. But what happens if you simply don't have somebody else to speak English with? Well, that's exactly why we created the Real Life app, which is the only place where anytime, anywhere you have an internet connection, you can simply press a button and instantly be connected to another English speaker in another part of the world to have a conversation and practice speaking together. So you will improve your listening skills, learn advanced words, and build confident, natural English. Also, you will have conversations every day with people from all around the world, discover other cultures, talk about your passions, and even be able to practice everything that you're learning with this lesson. So if you want to go from being a lost and insecure English learner to becoming a confident and natural English speaker, download the Real Life app for free right now by clicking the link on the description of this episode. Or you can search for Real Life English in the Apple app or Google Play Store. So, Humbert, uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about your English journey, how you learned English. And I have a few questions here to ask you. Yeah, so let's jump right into the main topic and get into question one. So tell us, when and how did you start learning English? Oh, gosh. Well, I think it was it wasn't so early as I used to think about it, because I, I remember that in, in, in the school, I was so bad, man. Like I had a friend, one of my best friends, uh, still is one of my best friends. Um, and he was like this bilingual person that always was watching like 
I don't know, interesting stuff in, in the internet. And he watched like animes that I couldn't watch because there wasn't like subtitles in Spanish. Uh, I needed my subtitles in Spanish. And so I think that's, I think that's the, the, the moment where I, when I realized that, okay, if I want to, if I want to explore things, if, if I want to really discover, uh, animes or movies that I want to watch, I want, I really have to learn English, like for real. So that's when I, I started. And b before that, I have a, I had an aunt that she used to watch Friends on the, on the TV. And I saw, like, oh, what, what is that? I, I don't understand what they're talking about. But it had subtitles. So, you know, you start catching on words and you start, like, knowing sentences and common phrases that they say. And that everything w w started, like, coming to me. I was, like, a bit sponge, like, taking everything from every direction. And, yeah, I started learning little by little. Uh, when I was, like, 15, I started watching... Um, no, it was, like... Yeah, when I, when I was, like, 15, I started watching The Big Man Theory, which just came out on Warner Channel. And I was amazed by that TV show. And, and I felt like, oh, I, I want to be like them. Like, I, I'm a nerdy person. I like anime. I like, like, heavy metal. I paint my nails. I'm 15 years old. Uh, so I want to I wanna be like them. So I started watching that nonstop. And I watched it in English with, with subtitles. But, you know, you, you just, like, copy people. Like, when you're starting up, you try to copy people and you try to speak like the people you see on the TV shows, on the movies. And that's what happened naturally. So, like, I don't know, little after that, I was just speaking in English. Not uh, at the same level that I do right now, but I understood most of it. So that opened up a big door for me to start watching the stuff that, I don't know, for at that time, didn't have subtitles in Spanish, for example. Like I started watching a lot of TV shows in the, from the UK that I really enjoyed. Uh, and I started watching like new movies that didn't have like subtitles in English or they were brand new and no one had done like subtitles in Spanish. So it was really, really... It was really life-changing for me. Nice. That's cool, man. You know, I think it's amazing how, you know, every person who speaks English really well, they always mention friends at some point <laughs> in their story. Yeah, because you know, maybe you didn't watch so much, but you watched some, right? So everybody mentions friends, right? As, you know... Uh, a pivotal TV show, yeah, to learn English with. And like you said, The Big Bang Theory is also an amazing show. I love it too, you know. And there's a lot of advanced vocabulary there, yeah, because the guys are kind of nerdy guys, right? So they are scientists and academics. So you learn, you pick up a lot of more sophisticated language there with The Big Bang Theory, which is also really cool, right? Yeah. You're gonna have to point at your heroes and start, I don't know, stealing from them and copying them so you can start developing yourself i really like what you said there you know you have to look after or look up your heroes right um you know like finding maybe a model you have find a model it could be a character from a tv show it could be even a celebrity maybe an actor that you like or a musician that you like or it could be a, a real life person right maybe a teacher that you have or a friend who speaks very good english you can model yourself after that person right you can 
try to imitate that person when you are trying to improve your English yourself, right? That's really cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nice. yeah and you, you can have like, I mean, it can change or you can have your own ensemble. I mean, you can have your Avengers, your, <laughs> your heroes, because it doesn't need to be like one person. For example, I really enjoyed Chandler for the way he was and the way he offered himself to people. Uh, but I really loved back then as well. I loved uh, Stephen King, for example, the way he he wrote and the well, the way he writes, and the way he was like uh, this person that felt. I don't know, literature through his veins. Like he was really important to me back then. Right. That reminds me of another quote. That I think it's something like good artists copy, great artists steal, something like that, right? Yeah. There's a great book that I really recommend by Austin Kleon, which is called uh, Still Like an Artist. And so he talks extensively about that in that book. It's really, it's really good. It's really uh, short. And it's really beautiful because it has like simple drawings and illustrations all over it. And for me, it's like a book that I go when I'm feeling like lost and I'm feeling like blocked creatively. I open that book and I will find something that is really magical for me mm -hmm. at that point. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah. Transferring that to English learning, uh, it's exactly that, right? We have so many resources nowadays in terms of media, right? You can find someone yeah and you can try to steal that person's english let's say right maybe a hero that you have or a person you admire right so that's really cool man uh you've already touched on this a little bit humbert about the motivator or why you started or you wanted to learn english but could you expand that on that a little bit more i think it was back with the animes right like what motivated you to start learning english again well, you know, I, I it, this is a, a weird story, but I was like 14 years old and I got for the first time the smallpox <laughs> and I was uh, on my uh, at home for like a month uh, without having, I don't know, I couldn't go out, I couldn't do anything. And I remember that the day before I, I, I got it in school, we were watching Naruto. And that was the thing. Like we were watching Naruto nonstop, like speaking about it all the time. And I, I hadn't watched it. I just had watched like a few episodes. So when I got the small box, I said, okay, I'm going to catch up with the guys. And I started watching it on the internet. And when I came back, they were all watching a different thing. Like they were watching a different anime. They were watching Bleach. And I was like, oh man, I spent all this time like catching up with you guys. And now you change animes. And when I started looking for it, it didn't have subtitles in Spanish. So I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I started watching it in English. And I was constantly asking questions for uh, about it to my to my best friend. He was like, man, you got to learn. I mean, if you, wanna, if you don't want to start watching things and you want to start discovering things, you got to learn a little bit of English. Otherwise, you're not going to be able. So I think that was like going back to it, like the spark that ignite that really dream of mine of discovering things and learning things. And so I started watching different things and I started learning a little bit more. Like I, I 
had to start paying attention to rules and grammar and vocabulary if I wanted to keep learning and I wanted to keep discovering, I don't know, movies and stuff. Uh, I've always been like a person that I wa wanted to learn about different cultures and read a lot in the internet. That's really cool, man. So back then, uh, there were no Spanish or like Spanish, Spanish version of animes. Is that it? There were, but there were very few. And this specifically, this one, uh, it's called Bleach. It was really new. It was just coming out. And people wa weren't so fast at creating subtitles. Or at least I wasn't like a very good researcher. Yeah, yeah. It's much easier to find anything in English. Uh, that's the truth, yeah? So if you want to be a part of the global conversation, let's say, right? Be in touch with things. Yeah, you got it. You got to know English. Nice, man. Um, you mentioned starting to take your English learning more seriously, right? When exactly did you start learning English more seriously? At what age? Do you remember? Yeah, I was graduating from high school. It was uh, at 2009, I think. I was 17 years old. And I didn't know what to study in the university. Like, I was this creative person, but I was really lost. I think I was too young to know what I really wanted to do. And there's so much pressure in a person that doesn't know what to do at that age. And I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, a sabbatical year, but I'm going to be studying English. So I, I joined um, a school there that is the Center of American, Center of Venezuelan American, something like that. I don't remember the name, but it was like created by the, in, the United States Embassy. So they taught English in there. And I said, I mean, if I'm not going to be at the university, at least I'm going to be learning something in this time. I'm going to take advantage of that. And so I joined and I did like a, the leveling and leveling exam at the beginning. And I was placed like in the middle of it. Like I was placed, it was like 20 levels and I was in the 10th level. So what? It was really nice because I started learning things that I didn't know. I actually did, don't remember them that well because my speaking English right now is like more intuitively and I keep watching films and I keep learning all, all the time. Um, but I wanted to learn back then, like at least some things that I needed to know if I wanted to speak English mm -hmm. properly. Yeah, what I, um, what I think is interesting is that by the time you took that placement test to get into that course or that school, you were placed in the middle already. Yeah? Like, it was pretty much yeah. intermediate, I would say, yeah? Uh, yeah? Yeah, I was in an intermediate level, um, but I wanted to learn, like, a little bit more. But I needed that to, I don't know, to feel more comfortable with who I was back then. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing because, you know, you were before that you were already in touch with English yeah, by watching your favorite movies, animes in English. And just by doing that, right, having that curiosity, right, you were already placed at intermediate level when you went, went on to take a formal English course. Right. So just to illustrate how powerful having the habit of watching stuff in English regularly, right, uh, can help you with your English, right? Definitely. And I, I, and I mean, I, we had like, for me, the most important part was finding out that that experience that you can get, like, you can get with real life right now. Like you can get that experience of speaking with people. And for me, that was one of the most um, 
uh, fulfilling things when I did that course. Like I had friends there, like I had people where I could speak in English about the things that I liked. And I mean, I'm certain that I would have had real life English back then. I would have used that instead because I mean, for me, it was like the most fulfilling thing. Like connect with people and speak with them. And if you make mistakes, like that's okay. I mean, we are, we, we, both of us are, are learning. So that was perfect. Awesome. So having that sense of community also, yeah, is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that was like the most, most important part of it. Awesome. And tell me, Humbert, uh, what were your main challenges with the language and how did you overcome them when you were, you know, studying? I think that the main part, the main thing was actually that I wasn't feeling like really comfortable and really confident about the way I spoke English. And I, I understood everything. Like it was really natural for me when I heard English, uh, which I think is something really common that happens to people that are learning that, I mean, you know, and you, you understand everything. I mean, you can listen to, a, I don't know, on a, a strange accent from England and you're going to, you're going to understand like a big part of it. But if you try to speak it, you're going to feel like, I don't know, like really self-aware that you're not a native speaker and that you're going to make mistakes. And for me, that was like the biggest part of it because so, I don't know. I think it happened intuitively when I joined that school that I found people that was in my, in that same part of the journey. Like, Hey, I mean, I understand and I know how to say this, but I feel too afraid to, to, to speak. So little by little, I mean, supporting each other and finding people that you could speak with and you could make those mistakes without any judgment happening. That was like really uh, a big deal for me. Awesome. So yeah, it's the classic case of uh, the person who understands everything, but when it's time to speak, you feel weird, you feel awkward or even blocked, right? The words don't come so easily. But yeah, like you said, being in an environment that is a safe environment and having that support from other people, from other learners who are on the same boat, let's say, as you are, right? That was, that really helped to become more confident and comfortable, yeah? When speaking English. Yeah. Definitely, because, and I think you need that because, I mean, you're going to find out that you're not the only one that is like trying to be better at what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same about the real life app. You know, if I had that app like 20 years ago, I would use it every day, man, to talk to people. Because, you know, it was so much harder to find people back then to practice speaking with, right? Yeah, I would have told my my dad like, "Hey, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be this sabbatical year. I'm gonna take it using my real life English app because I'm gonna speak with people all the time." Like, why don't you go to school? Why in school? I mean, I don't need school. I need to speak with people. <laughs> awesome. I can find school stuff everywhere. I can find school stuff in the YouTube channels of real life English. Like, I mean, it, it would have been so much easier easier back then if. I had those resources. Uh -huh. And I think that that connects really nicely now with a shout out. So let's jump in the shout out from today. Yeah, we have a shout out to Ratna. She says in her comment, oh yeah, I just like the real life app. Listening podcast is really fun and helpful. I have searched for an app for long and finally have found it. 
It's really awesome. So thank you so much, Radna. It's really amazing that you found us. Amazing, Ratna. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's an amazing shout out, amazing review. And if you want us to shout you out, guys, just head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. This also helps other people have fun learning with us. Also, make sure you download our app, the Real Life English app. You can listen to the podcast with interactive transcripts and speak English with people around the world at the touch of a button, as, you know, Humbert has already said here, and Ratna also. The app has got an average of 4.9 stars on the Apple Store and thousands of new learners joining every week. So download it now. Just head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search for Real Life English. Oh, yeah. All right, Humbert. So now moving on to our talk, I have a couple of questions to ask you before we finish. So tell us, uh, what tips can you give listeners here to help them improve their English? Oh, gosh. Okay. The tips that I need to give is for myself, like 15 years ago. And I would say, like, I mean, first of all, like TV shows and movies and books and music and all that stuff that apparently seems trivial, It's really important for your language learning journey. I like, I mean, when I think about my time learning, I would have loved to discover some 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 place like learn English with TV or language with TV shows and and movies, because it really covers what you need. Like you more often than not listen to a to a conversation in a weird uh, phrase uh, is said, and you don't understand perfectly where it comes from and what it means because the translation will lose some of that meaning, the original meaning. And it's so important to know it uh, if you want to be able to understand native speakers. So I would really recommend like keep watching movies, keep discovering movies, uh, talking about them with your friends, uh, speak about these weird things that they say that are not translated in the same way and you're going to be learning so much. And the second thing that I would recommend is to take notes and write things down in English. I think that's really important. I think that's really, uh, I mean, you get to know the way you think when you're writing and it is easier to know like how much you can talk about some things. Like sometimes the language will, 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 Create limits when you're speaking. So if you're writing, you can come up with solutions. And if you don't know something in English, um, you can just research it. You sit down in the computer and you find out what you want to say. And you wanna, you're going to find like really interesting stuff. And I think, yeah, I think that the, the third thing is, I mean, go ahead and uh, get on the boat of, of speaking Uh, try to find people out there that share common things with you. There's a bunch of resources right now where you can find people and you can speak with them. I mean, we recently did a, a lesson on social media. And one of the things that I love the most about that lesson is that we mentioned how important community is for learning English. 
And there's so many resources out there. I mean, you have Discord servers, you have Facebook groups where they share a common thing. Maybe your thing is video games. And if you're from, uh, I don't know, a, a non-English speaker speaking country, you're going to find people in there that all the time are speaking in English about the things that they love. So community is something really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are amazing tips. So just to recap here, guys, leverage the power of movies and TV series and music, you know, use that media to advance your English. Number two, uh, write in English, get into the habit of writing things in English, putting your thoughts down into paper. Um, that's really powerful. And also the power of community, right? So find groups of people who are interested in the same things as you are to discuss about those things in English. That's awesome. And finally, Humbert, what do you like most about knowing English? Nowadays, that you already have this awesome level of English, you can operate really well with the language. What do you like most about it, about having this knowledge, about knowing English? Awesome, yeah. So I think that the, the thing that I enjoy and love the most about learning and knowing English and being able to speak and communicate is that I can go to... A little small town in another country far away where they don't speak Spanish. And probably someone there is going to be able to understand English or speak English. And I will be able to communicate. And for me, that's amazing because I'm discovering the world through language, through a simple words that will expand your own universe. I mean, that for me, it's really amazing. And it will happen in any in any context if you go to the internet and i want to learn about the 17th century and oh god i can find books in my language about that probably you're gonna find them in english as well so <laughs> for me like understanding the world and understanding the different cultures and people from around it uh English facilitates that. It gives me that bridge. And I think that bridge is really important. It's really empowering, isn't it? Yeah, it's really empowering. Awesome. Amazing, Humbert. So it, look, I really had a good time, you know, with this talk today. What did you think? Did you enjoy it? It was awesome, man. Thank you so much for inviting me. I want to be here soon again, hopefully, if people enjoyed our conversation. So... Yeah, it will be my pleasure to be on the podcast again. Absolutely. Maybe we can do another episode just to talk about, you know, uh, our favorite Stephen King books or stories, oh, for example. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really cool. I mean, yeah. If I'm not like tinkering with with the lessons that we offer to you guys and you can, can, you can invite me here, it's going to be a blast because I will enjoy it so much. Awesome. It was awesome. Great. So, dear listeners, that's all we have for you today. Uh, don't forget to follow our YouTube channels, uh, Learn English with TV Series and Real Life English. Humbert uh, makes those awesome videos, you know, he produces them. He's one of the our uh, VPs, right? Our video producers. So, check those videos out. Follow us on Instagram at reallife.english. Also, subscribe to our awesome newsletter. Every Friday, you get a new email with more tips and tricks on how you can learn English. And that's all for today. So, if you enjoyed today's episode, Episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode, and we're looking forward to seeing you then. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. 
Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah. Yeah.